a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Project Recovery. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Woolley. That's producer Josh. Hey, hey. And uh, Project Recovery is brought to you by our great sponsors, knowyourscript.org. You know, uh, Josh, they have a three-part solution to the opioid epidemic. Do you know that? Some places might have three-part solutions, and you look at it and you think, these aren't really, I may only need one of them. But here, they're all relevant. Yep. Speak out, opt out, and throw out. So speak out. They, you go there, they're going to teach you how to talk to your doctor and healthcare providers about opioids and other painkillers. They're going to teach you about opting out. There are other options. We've done that at my house where we've chosen to go with, you know, Tylenol and ibuprofen sometimes instead of an opioid for the kids and then throw out. You know, you can't just throw them out. You have to know where to take them and they have events and uh, you can go on uh, knowyourscript.org and find places or you can get rid of your old uh, medications, which is really, really important to do. So knowyourscript.org, thank you so much for being our sponsor. We couldn't do this show without you. And uh, the savvy listener is going to notice someone's missing today. I don't think so. Who's no, missing? I don't know. I guess we're not savvy. <laughs> Casey, C-Money uh, is uh, apparently uh, really, really needed to go golfing today. Uh, is that what it was? I thought it was a work event. I think it is a golfing work event. I think both of those are true. In his non-project recovery life, he does a lot of uh, taking um, customers out on the golf course. I'm not sure how he finagled that sort of life. You and I tend to have to work in the studio. but he's... I mean, that, that's, that's the only place I work. Um, I just realized something. For all of the events that he's going golfing, we should set him up with project recovery merch. There you go. And he's just advertisement walking on the course. advertisement. Yeah. And maybe we should go along. We'll drive the cart or something. Oh, <laughs> let me take that down. Hold on. <laughs> so, Josh, you know, um, the last time you and I did this not too long yep. ago without Casey, uh, I got a lot of feedback. This is true on people saying it was so nice to hear uh, Josh talk a little bit on uh, the show. I hate that. Do you? Yeah. You absolutely. sound good. And they were all ladies. They were all ladies. I mean, that's fair. Including I'm my lady. Single, she way, she so. seemed to be very excited to hear your voice. I'm worried about that a little bit. Well, but, I mean, the face doesn't match the voice. Oh, it's better. Know? It's no, better. come on. Handsome guy. And in fact, so I have three questions to get to know Josh. Oh, I want no. the listeners to get to know Josh a little bit. These are important questions. Are you ready? You're single? You mentioned that? Yep. Okay. All right. Question number one. How tall are you? Six foot. Six foot. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Question number two. Uh, this is a real life dating game situation right th- now. That's where we're going, yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite type of tacos? Uh, um, probably just standard taco. Just chicken, rice, beans, lettuce, okay, Nothing guac. too fancy? No, just no. Just a basic taco, yeah, all right? Yeah. Soft, hard shell? What, yeah. One of each? Yeah. Throw, okay. throw right. either at me. And then if you were to go on a first date- 
Ooh. What type, what would be the scenario, your favorite type of first date? <laughs> this is what, getting like, deeper than I expected. Where would, this, where would you uh, go? As someone who's been on a lot of first dates, it's all, it all depends. So, in like, I'm like a romantic type person. I know you are. Um, uh-huh. I'll kind of go above and beyond in like a first date situation that is probably kind of weird. Like, um, like it's usually very personal, which probably shouldn't be for a first date. Like if a girl loves to go hiking, uh, I'll take her on like my favorite hike. There you go. Because if I'm going on a first date, chances are I'm trying to set myself up for success. So I, I thought you might pick an outdoor sort of thing. <laughs> it's right? usually outdoor. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've done like uh, some of my worst dates have been like to the movies. And, oh yeah. You don't want to do like that. that. Yeah, yeah. You live and you learn. Uh, definitely outdoor. I've, I mean, I've failed at first dates where it's like I've taken someone on a hike that they should definitely not have gone on like due to difficulty. Okay. Um, <laughs> Got to judge it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I had to read the room a little bit, but it also depends. Like, uh, like it depends on what they're into. Usually I'll opt into what they're comfortable with. Cause yeah. I usually lean on the side of I'm comfortable with anything like for an activity, like whether it's like ice skating or perfect or knitting or painting or whatever. Or knitting. I, I don't know. Okay, it's, sure. I'm getting a little bit older. I need to <laughs> reach out to <laughs> my dad. So there you go, ladies. If you're into uh, a, a good-looking, uh, six-foot-tall guy, bring some tacos and an outdoor date, and I think Josh Josh would be the guy. Did you just set me up with someone who's going to take – we're going on a picnic yeah, and having tacos? I just put the formula out there to date Josh. All right. I mean, if there's food involved, I'm in. Yeah. Like, whatever okay. we do is from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's fun to get to know Josh and let him – uh, beyond because he makes the show happen and we couldn't do it without him either so um also you know we couldn't do it without our listeners and i even though this show is keeps i mean just keeps plugging along and we keep having lots of listeners like for example i got a picture the other day from heather in california she has listened to all the episodes no way and she runs on the beach while she listens to our episodes sent a what? picture of her on the beach running uh listening to our episodes how would that be Oh. We're here in in the rainy. I mean, is Heather studios. single? Uh, no, I I don't. No. I think she's a little bit older than you, and not single. But there are many Heather's out there. I would assume. But even beach in California, Heathers? beach Heather's, there's got to be a few. Okay, we're gonna who like tacos in the outdoors. They're gonna okay. they're gonna be calling. So anyway, uh, lo- love our listeners. We really appreciate that. And uh, there isn't a guest today, but we do have something that will benefit all our listeners, especially those who are in recovery or uh, listeners who are not in recovery. Do you see how I sneakily sort of included everybody? I mean, you've there? been doing this for a while. Yeah, I've been doing yeah I I've hate seen, to break it to you, but you're a professional yeah, in multiple I, facets. <laughs> I don't all know right? about that. But I do, I do love doing the show. And we have something today uh, that sort of kind of is in the spirit of Casey Scott. Uh, our our founder of the show, C Money, and he says there are lots of there are many ways up Sober Mountain, right? That's what Casey says a lot. There's a lot of different modalities or ways that we can get and stay sober and be in recovery. I um, think that should be our first merch. Our fr- there you go, Sober Mountain. Sober Mountain. See, you're you're good at that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to turn that completely over to you. We'll have but to design it. Any of the C Money uh, phrases, Caseyisms, as I like to call them. Uh, would probably fit on a hat or a t-shirt, you know. So we're going to talk about one of those today, and it does fall under that umbrella of mindfulness. And a lot of people have, I think we've gotten pretty good feedback on like the guided imagery, guided meditation things that we've done before. This is a little different. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to do something a little different today. I think we've had good responses to those, and I think a lot of people do realize that when you listen to a guided uh, meditation, it does help you get into that meditative state. I like mindfulness because, um, well, what is mindfulness? I would say, you know, it's one of the, it's a calm mental state that uh, a person gets into by really focusing on uh, being in the moment and uh, bringing their attention, their feelings, their thoughts, even their bodily sensations into the moment. Sometimes we um, use our senses, our five senses to accomplish that. And uh, I like to call it kind of an active meditation. I think the idea of meditation, you know, doesn't appeal to everybody. But mindfulness is something you can do often and in lots of different places. So the the um, the mindfulness technique that I want to uh, give everybody today, because it is we're going to record it and, and you can hopefully listen to it and try it at home, um, is called body scanning. And body scanning is interesting, Josh, because you're, you, it's what it sounds like. You're using kind of a mindful, meditative focus to scan through your body and notice how your body's feeling. For a lot of people, they may find that they have an ache or a pain uh, or a, a strong sensation, especially if you're just new to recovery and you're trying to you know, stay sober. Or a lot of athletes who have chronic pain or, or if you're old like me, you wake up and you're like, I wasn't that athletic, but my back hurts, that kind of thing. And instead of we, we create tension with parts of our body that feel uncomfortable without knowing it. So let's say you, you have an ache in your back. You're actually going to tense up because you don't want to feel it. You're sort of pushing it away. And what we found is that, of course, puts extra pressure on that part of your body that hurts and magnifies the pain that you're experiencing. So a lot of people rush off to use opioids and other painkillers. And if you need that, uh, you know, work with your doctor and, and try to be <clears throat> as conservative with your use of it as possible. But uh, a lot of researchers, including some researchers here at, in Salt Lake City at the University of Utah, have found a lot of success um, in using meditation skills such as body scanning to actually reduce pain by not pushing it away and creating tension with it, but by, um, in a way, accepting it and breathing into that area of your body. Now, obviously, we can't literally breathe into it, but by breathing into it, we create this mindful focus that actually sends signals that are pain blockers to those parts of your body. And uh, it takes a little practice. It's a skill, and that's why some people don't embrace it as much because it takes work. It's sort of like going to the gym. But once you learn how to do it, um, it's it's something that can uh, either replace some or all of uh, the pain medicine that you might use. Or if you're just kind of stressed, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a specific part of your body that's in distress. It could just be overall stress management. And so what we're going to do today, Josh, is um, I'm going to read through a um, a body scanning uh, exercise that I've sort of adapted for this show today. Perfect. And uh, so hopefully people at home uh, can, you know, push pause for a sec, go get in a comfortable spot, and then uh, either sitting or lying down. And then I'm just going to read through it as if you were in the office with me. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah, take it okay. away. All right, here we go. So body scanning with Project Recovery. Um. <clears throat> Begin by making yourself comfortable. Sit in a chair and allow your back to be straight, but not stiff, with your feet on the ground. You could also do this practice lying down if you prefer. 
Allow your hands to gently rest in your lap or at your side, and allow your eyes to close. Now take several long, slow, deep breaths, breathing in fully and exhaling slowly. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel your stomach expand when you inhale and relax and let go as you exhale. You'll notice your arms, shoulders, chest, and stomach are starting to feel heavy, warm, and relaxed. Now begin to let go of the noises around you. Begin to shift your attention from outside yourself to inside yourself. If you're distracted by sounds in the room, that's okay, but simply notice them and then gently bring your focus back to your breathing. That can allow you to stay in the meditative state. Now slowly bring your attention down to your feet. Begin observing sensations in your feet. You might want to wiggle your toes a little, feeling your toes against your socks or your shoes. Just notice, without judgment, how your feet feel. You might imagine sending your breath down to your feet as if the breath is traveling through your nose, to your lungs, and through the abdomen all the way down to your feet. And then back up again, out through your mouth and lungs as you exhale. Perhaps you don't feel anything at all, and that's fine too. Just allow yourself to feel the sensation of not feeling anything. When you are ready, allow your feet to dissolve in your mind's eye and move your attention up to your ankles, calves, knees, and thighs. Observe the sensations you're experiencing throughout your legs. Breathe into and breathe out of your legs. If your mind begins to wander during this exercise, gently notice this without judging it and bring your mind back to noticing the sensation in your legs. If you notice any discomfort, pain, or stiffness, don't judge this. Just simply notice it. Observe how all sensations rise and fall, shift and change moment to moment. Notice how no sensation is permanent. Just observe and allow the sensations to be in the moment just as they are. Breathe into and out from your legs. Then, on the next out-breath, allow the legs to dissolve in your mind and move to the sensations in your lower back. Softening and releasing as you breathe in and breathe out. Slowly move your attention up to your mid-back and upper back. Be aware of the sensations here. You may become aware of sensations in the muscles, temperature, or points of contact your body has with the furniture you're sitting on or lying on. With each out-breath, you may let go of the tension you are carrying, and then very gently shift your focus to your stomach. Perhaps you notice the feeling of clothing, the process of digestion, or your stomach rising and falling with each breath. If you notice opinions arising about these areas of your body, 
Gently let these go and just return to noticing the sensations. As you continue to breathe, bring your awareness to the chest and heart region and just notice your heartbeat. Observe how the chest rises during the inhale and how the chest falls during the exhale. Let go of any judgments that may arise. On the next out-breath, shift the focus to your hands and fingertips. See if you can channel your breathing into and out of this area as if you are breathing into and out from your hands. If your mind wanders, gently bring it back to the sensations that you're feeling in your hands. And then, on the next out-breath, shift the focus and bring your awareness up into your arms. Observe the sensations that may be occurring there. As you exhale, you may experience your arms soften and release tensions. Continue to breathe and shift focus to the neck and shoulders. This is an area where we often have tension. Just observe the sensations there. It could be tight or rigid. You may notice your shoulders moving along with your breathing. As you breathe, you may feel tension rolling off your shoulders. Imagine them melting and relaxing and feeling heavy and warm. On the next out-breath, shift your focus and direct your attention to the scalp, head, and face. Observe all of the sensations occurring there. Notice the moment of the air as you breathe into or out of your mouth. As you exhale, you might notice the softening of any tension that you may be holding. Now allow your attention to expand out to include the entire body as a whole. Bring into your awareness the top of your head down to the bottom of your toes. Feel the gentle rhythm of the breath as it moves through your body. As you come to the end of this practice, take a full, slow, deep breath, taking in all the energy of this practice. Exhale fully and slowly. When you are ready, open your eyes and return your attention to the present moment. As you become fully alert and awake, take a moment to consider setting the attention that this practice of building awareness will benefit not only yourself, but everyone you come in contact with today. So, if you've been listening to that, I'll give everyone a moment to sort of stretch a little bit and come back to uh, awareness of your situation and where you're at. Um, Believe it or not, I think I've talked before on the show that um, I was very, very skeptical about um, meditation and mindfulness as a young graduate student and uh, as a young psychologist until I started to see the research continue to stack up and stack up on the effect that it literally has on your brain and how we can measure prefrontal cortex density improving as people meditate regularly. And then more recently, all of the research on mindfulness practices and pain management. And so for our audience and for this show, I think it's important for us to look at the science You know, it really does work that we can manage 
not just our stress uh, emotionally, but the stress and pain that our bodies feel uh, as we find non-chemical ways to to manage them. And so I would highly recommend, especially for the skeptics out there, uh, try this body scan, listen to it, um, try it every day for about a week, and we'd love to hear back from you on what benefit, or if there's a lack of benefit, we'll, we'd love to hear your responses to how this affected you over a course of a week. And again, uh, one of the reasons that medications are so popular is you take a pill and you have an immediate effect. But if you're willing to practice, you can also train your brain and body to have many of the responses that you want them to have without the chemicals involved. And so, uh, Josh, hopefully, uh, hopefully that will be able to put together some responses from the listeners. They're welcome to. Oh, yeah. How absolutely. should they contact us, do you think? Facebook. Um, reach out to Casey on Instagram. Yeah. So reach out. Let us know if you try it. Even if you only try it once, we'd love to hear what it's like for you. Um, but I'm going to give you the challenge of trying it for a week. Um, and there you have it. That's our day today. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, Casey will be back and we'll have a great guest on the show for next week. Uh, don't forget that uh, our show couldn't be done without our great sponsor, knowyourscript.com, or excuse me, .org, knowyourscript.org. Uh, please go there to their website and check them out, see the events that they have planned and the education that they have for all of us to help us with the opioid edem- epidemic. And uh, what do we always say at the end? Project Recovery is a KSL podcast. of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician, licensed therapist, or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this program. KSL does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.